0: Welcome to the November edition hey. of the Women Worship Podcast. Yeah, happy summer. Speaking of voice cracks, if you don't follow Worship Fails on Instagram, you're missing out. Do yourself a favor and follow
1: them. It's the best waste of time you can find on your phone. I watch their videos almost every day.
2: It's and we watch
1: the same ones over and over again. The That's best
2: therapy for if you ever make a mistake on a weekend and you feel a little bad about it. These are way worse. But it
1: also gives you a fear that if you do
0: make a mistake that's bad on the weekend, it could just show up on Instagram. <laughs> It'll show up on the <laughs> And Internet. millions of yeah. people will I see it.
2: I solemnly swear we will not do that to you. Since we're doing this, let's go around the table.
0: Most embarrassing moment, leading worship. <laughs> I'll go first. I have a couple. High school this is my big break. They put me in charge of the youth band for the high school group for one weekend. I just played guitar. I had two female singers. Pre- rehearsal went great. Start the service. Their mics don't work. <laughs> and so we're just playing like instrumentally and they're singing and nothing's coming out. Before I know it, the sound guy has motioned them to come to the back booth and sing through the little snake mic that plugs directly into the, the audio council. Oh, no. So for the entire worship service, basically it was like ghost vocals, to the two female leaders just singing together into the snake mic <laughs> that plugged into the soundboard <laughs> from the back. About four, and songs. you're on stage, and the band's just on stage doing like karaoke music. Oh gosh!
2: Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, fine. that'd be awkward.
1: Okay, uh, mine was this year. <laughs> 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 I don't I, embarrassed feels like the wrong word because I feel like something is happening every single weekend. But this one was pretty bad. It was Easter at Monument. It was our biggest service. The most the most people we've ever put in that room for a service. So there's just like a lot of energy. Everyone's really excited into it. We're finishing the service, the glorious day. And we get to the bridge, and there's big hits. Just, and in my head, my thought process is like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening in my head. And during the bridge, I say, uh, I say, this is the greatest story ever told. (laughs) told. Let <laughs> me so just keep going. It's pretty good. But nice. I see multiple people in the Laughy. congregation smile, look me right in the eyes. I was like, well... They love you. They do. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Why
2: do you but leave them? But that was them? pretty embarrassing. Huh? Why did you leave them? I didn't
1: leave them. Let's clarify some things. We <laughs> only added to the team. Yes. Yep.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mitch. I'm cutting Mitch. this part. Mitch is there. I'm cutting this part. Anyway, okay. so, Casey. <laughs> Well, this past weekend was fairly embarrassing for me. I was at Monument leading with our newest member of the worship team, Mitch, who's great.
1: He is great. He is great. Love Mitch.
2: And it was a four-song set. I was leading number three and four. Got done with number three. It felt awesome. And I seated people. (laughs) But I forgot that we still had a whole other song. And they had just been sitting for the offering. I just stood them. Then I sat them. Then Mitch started laughing at me. So then I started laughing in the microphone and said, I thought we were done. I'm sorry. Can you guys stand with us as we continue this amazing sacred worship time? But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? They happen. They happen. They totally happen. Yeah. What are you going to do? Move on.
0: If you have a funny worship fail story, feel free to email Carson.Smith at WoodenTheValley.org and maybe it'll be right on the air.
1: Oh, yes. uh, yeah, that's a great idea, there
0: actually.
2: Or we could put it on the Facebook group. That's true. Yeah.
0: Get in touch. Get in touch. Um, okay, it is the month of November. Well, halfway through the month of November. Uh, so let me take this opportunity to wish you happy Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank
1: you. I hope
2: and,
0: it's a great time. And uh, let's see. Happy Galia.
2: Thanksgiving. Everyone got,
0: a, got our final weekend in the Torn Profit series this weekend, and then it's Campus Independent weekend, no. end of the month, and then right into Christmas series.
2: Wow.
0: Which Whoa. Won't, won't give all the secrets away, but some new exciting things coming this Christmas songs, Behold video, two. videos. Behold part two. On ice.
1: Not really. On ice. We need to release the On Ice thing. Oh, that's Even if so it's on the funny. Facebook group or something. That's true.
2: We will have a link in the newsletter. There you go for this amazing. We did
0: a little parody video of Behold slash The Office. Yeah, for a staff event,
2: we'll we'll post that. Um,
0: So, um, but since it is Thanksgiving, I thought this would be a great opportunity to give you a taste of my
1: all-time Thanksgiving worship playlist. This is a thing that uh, Stephen likes to do here in the office. Yeah, he'll make different themed set lists. He has a storm yeah. themed set list, a battle themed that's correct set list, prison uh, prison themed prison themed set list, <laughs>
0: worst Christmas ever set list, <laughs> that just killed my voice set list.
2: Ooh, I want to I mean, see that. One. Here's
0: a, here's an example of the hurricane themed set list. Come to the water, <laughs> ocean <That's> dark oceans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open up the heavens, flood the earth. Oh no. <laughs> And then a couple like more subtle ones. Uh, how he loves, you know, love like a hurricane. Yeah, uh, love so great. Your love is like the wildest ocean. Yes, uh, fierce like a tidal wave crashing over me. Uh, and then why not? You make me brave as your love in wave after wave crashes uh, over yes. oh, me. Oh
2: no! Yeah. <laughs> stay every tuned for. We stay, need to share one of these every. Stay
0: month. tuned for next month when I revealed my battle themed worship <laughs> set list. <Yeah. laughs> it is strong. Um, anyway. Here's a little Thanksgiving theme set list. Um, I would open up a service. Not that this isn't happening, so don't learn these songs. This is a joke. Yeah. Uh, we'll start Thank you for with. Clarifying. <laughs> and we'll, I'll have little clips in here, even though this is gonna take me a lot of work to put them in. Um, I start with "Grateful" by Elevation. A little up tempo, high energy. Then we would move into uh, second song, which still keeping the energy up. I go in forever by Chris Tomlin. You know, give thanks to the Lord, our God and King.
1: His love endures forever. Just the ladies this time. For He is good,
2: He is above all things. Just the man.
0: His love endures forever. There we go. And uh, then we would move into a little more Happy 40 years, Woodman. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: give Thanks, uh, which we looked it up, and I believe Don Moen sang that. So here's a look up of that. There's also a great Worship Fail video of this.
1: There's also a great House Fire song called Give Oh, nice. Yeah. Give
2: thanks with a grateful heart. he's given
0: Jesus Christ his son Uh, And then we'll close with Thank You, Jesus by Hillsong.
2: Classic. There you
0: go. All songs we don't do. Uh,
2: Yes.
1: But but
0: there it is. Feel free to play them at your Thanksgiving gathering this year. Mm.
1: We'll see you next month for (laughs) Stephen's themed playlist. Jingle. (laughs) Nice.
0: All right. uh, New music this month. Not a lot, but got a few good ones for you. Potentially... This is a bold statement. Potentially worship song of the year.
1: Oh, what? is anyone going to argue with that? I don't know. I, I think I, I don't am. Know what that means? <laughs> Never lost by Elevation. Uh, All I know is it is such a jam. It is such and a jam. And I haven't jam. listened oh, to wow. a song. I haven't listened it's to a worship good. song that much in a while. It's just a single they
0: released, but it is. Whew. Got some zest. shredding. Has yeah. some yeah. shredding. It has a shred. whole guitar solo. Got a choir. Ugh. Ugh. Got some crazy chords.
1: Ugh. We're playing a clip of that.
0: Well, what you guys say is the worship song of the year?
1: Uh, I don't know what came out this year. Mm-hmm. What came out this year that we're doing? Living Hope was last year? Living Hope was last year.
0: And just in terms of like, listen, if that's a word, listenability.
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Did Do It
2: Again come out this year? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably the whole
1: Hillsong United album. People. Eh. But well, there's not one. It's not one song. Another in the fire, Good eh, Grace. Eh, eh. You think this is better than those? Yeah.
0: Wow. In terms
1: of what I want to listen to, in terms of I get in my
0: car and I, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of I get in my car and I've opened Spotify and I need to pick a worship song to jam to, this is number one. That is number one. You're right. Thank you okay? Um, Glad we talked about it. Other things. Uh, Bethel released a, another instrumental album without words. Um, which is great for reflection,
1: study. They're really good. They're also They're really just good. really. It it's kind of a like I follow some of their uh, musicians on Instagram, and it seems like it's always an opportunity to just let the musicians lo- loose a little bit. So there's some really creative, just fun stuff to listen to musically. Yeah, but it's all it's not the it's not just Bethel stuff. Like even on this album, they have what a beautiful name, uh, tremble do it again and it's all just like kind of instrumental reimagining. Do it again, did that come out this year? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, worth listening to. Yeah.
0: We mentioned last month, Chris McClarney had a new song, Valley, um, but he, he released a full EP, um, which is great. Um, but stay tuned next month, because we're really... Wait, what up.
1: about Phil Wickham's Christmas album? We talked about that a little last week. Was it, did that come last out last month? Last month? Yeah.
0: I think it had just come out last month.
1: Uh, another Christmas album that I think is definitely worth listening to, although I will say I haven't listened to it yet. Future of Forestry. Has always released really good Christmas, yeah. Christmas music, and I just found out today they released another seven-song album. So, "Light Has Come" is what it's called. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about this next month.
0: But if you want to start now, um, you know, solid Christmas album. Future Forestry, you can't go wrong. I think the Hillsong Peace Project album, you can't go wrong. The Philcom Christmas album, you can't go wrong. <laughs>
1: Do you know my? You know what my favorite Christmas album is? Reliant K. R- Reliant K. Let it snow, baby. Let it raindeer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man! Also, sleeping at last Christmas. Yeah, Their His whole like compilation is so good. Yeah. Um, we'll talk, we should talk more about that probably in December.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, some people <laughs> like to turn it on as soon as Thanksgiving's over. That's
1: right. So not me. Or teacher.
2: even before.
0: Some people have been listening to it since December, since September.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> what it's part of their job with you. But anyway, um, so there you go. There is some new music for you this month. (laughs) And now, we are on to our third value in our little mini-series where we discuss our four-core woodman worship values. We've already talked about uh, being called. We've talked about being intentional. And this month, it's about being creative. We thought it would be fitting to talk about this since, man, it takes a lot of creativity to plan Christmas every year with the same story and same songs. Mm. So Casey's going to talk a little bit about what our process was this year and how we changed it up a little bit to just try to bring a little fresh... Ness mm-hmm. into our service planning.
2: The tension is definitely for Christmas. Everybody wants the classic Christmas carols. They want to sing the same songs every year.
0: In the same way.
2: In the same way-ish. They don't want new melodies like joy, unspeakable joy, because they can't <laughs> follow. They don't know what's happening.
1: Well, even like uh, specific... Like that was an added chorus, but like specifically, artists will take a classic carol and then they'll change the melody just enough to fit the arrangement, their Mm -hmm. new arrangement. Mm -hmm. But then it doesn't make it. No one knows that part of the melody, so they're singing super confidently, and then it gets to the end of the verse and it's like, oh, Oh, uh,
2: never mind. Yes, so that is the trick. So how can we be creative in this season when you have people kind of showing up to church? With certain expectations, <clears throat> their Christmas classic favorites, which is very different than Easter, which Easter's kind of like, oh, new fresh music about Jesus rising from the dead, great. But Christmas, no. And then we have, it's probably one of the most visited times of the year by guests to the church. I think
0: it might be and, the most visited Yes. Time.
2: So you have people who just come at Christmas. Um, so they don't know all our worship songs, um, so, throwing in, you know, 10,000 reasons or right. something. Right. Like, we
1: have some worship songs that might fit, like, technically fit
2: the Christmas that month theme. really well. Mm-hmm.
1: But we have to think about them. We have to think about the people who are walking in for the only time that year.
2: Yeah. So, that's kind of where we started our creative process, which was really fun to kind of just brainstorm who Who might be coming through our doors? What are they expecting? What do we want them to walk away with? Um, and so we just really kind of said, you know people are coming in with certain expectations. They're not super familiar with stuff outside of Christmas carols. Um, we want it to be man friendly. We don't want it to be ultra feminine because then dudes who are coming to church for maybe the one time a year we don't want to turn them off. we want to engage them, um, and then we want them to walk away with really thinking about who God is and what a miracle this Christmas story was. So, yeah, Carson, what do you want to add?
1: Uh, well, I, th- I think, like, the first step I always take going into December, <clears throat> like this week we had a set planning meeting and planned all the sets for the month, is just kind of looking around for new arrangements. And I think that's the same thing every year for me at least, is just going on Spotify and like, okay, who's released new stuff, yep. new arrangements of stuff? And I'd say that even after we pick uh, the new arrangements and what our fresh takes, we even take it another step further and we'll often like, again, like the artist tends to like add an extra chorus um, or there might be like a super long instrumental that doesn't really fit the night. And then it, it, com- it gets down to us figuring out not only like how can we take this arrangement that someone else has come up with but then it becomes like how can we twist the new arrangement to fit us better so i remember mm-hmm. like last year well for example we're going to do we're doing Paul Baloche's Hark the Herald later this month
2: mm-hmm.
1: but he he does like a medley uh with one of his songs King of Heaven and then he also adds a little like tag chorus thing to the song so then we we took the track like, cut out the chorus and change the little tag into an instrumental mm-hmm. to make it fit our environment. For um, sure. Yeah, so that's kind of where my my mind goes, is just finding new arrangements, but then even tweaking those to fit our context better. Yeah, I think
0: the, the challenge I realized planning services and even planning Christmas year after year is, I mean, every year you have 52 weekends. And I think initially when I started... Working in this job, I thought, okay, how do I make every weekend better than the last one? Um, which that's just not. And then how do you make every Christmas better than the last year? Which that's just not a realistic kind of pace or expectation to put on. There's just not. There's yourself. also just not a metric, right? You know, yeah. Like how do you it measure mean to be that? Better, yeah. Like I, I had to get over a little bit. Like I loved Christmas last year, like the the month where we you know, it took some time at beginning of services to quietly kind of reflect and prepare our hearts and then there was like the building of the bands every weekend to build expectation. So, you know, like the first week of December we started with just like piano and acoustic and then it got bigger and bigger and then also I love the series about like God speaking mm-hmm. through creation, through his people, through his son, through his word, things like that. And so I think my first step was like, okay, get over comparing this to last year. Like it's a new year, new series, new people are coming in, new ideas. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't get stuck into like one upping what happened last year and so um yeah i just think i mean part of what we're called to do is just is be faithful with the where we're at in the moment and what we've been given in the moment and um do the best we can for this year and not necessarily think oh i got to top all the years that have come before so and so that's part of the reason like we we talked last month about how we're going like acoustic bands Christmas Eve. And it's not, it's just, it's different. I think it's it's fun and it's um, a little more sing-along and it may not be as like bombastic as years past, but it's going to be a cool change-up and allows for a little more interesting things we can do with arrangements and highlighting certain instruments and vocals even too, so.
2: Yeah, and I think with that, so the, what I'm learning about creativity is not, Saying, I loved last year, and how do we take last year and make it even better? It's saying, okay, well, how do we make it different than last year? How do we make it fresh for people? How do we maybe look at it from a different angle? Which is really helpful that Josh does kind of every other year. He'll do a scripture, a passage from the Christmas story, and then the next year he won't. It'll be like from Hebrews. And then he'll go back to the Christmas story and then take something from the Old Testament for Christmas Eve and apply it. Um, and that helps us just kind of get out of what we've always been doing and say, okay, what what can we do to help people look at it in a new and fresh way? So it's been fun. I'm excited for the acoustic bands. I think it's going really to be
1: really nice. Mm-hmm.
2: So one way that we took something old from Christmas classic and tried to make it fresh was with Advent. So last year... As Chuck Ray mentioned, we did um, Advent right at the top of the service and really focused on the perspective of waiting, waiting for a Savior and waiting for His return um, as well. And it was really special. People loved it, um, just kind of in the middle of the crazy busyness of Christmas to just really start off the service with this sacred moment. And so, again, how do we make it as good as last year, maybe not better, but different, different take on it. And so this year for Advent, we're actually doing it at the end of service. And because Josh is teaching on the themes of Advent, so we're doing love, joy, hope, expectation. Then we're singing well-known Christmas carols right after that. After having learned about joy, we're going to sing like a beautiful version of joy to the world and really let the words of that well-known song sink in and then do an Advent moment about, um, Christ coming to give us joy and, um, kind of let it be the last thing we take in before we walk out the doors. So is it better or worse than last year? Hopefully it's, it's awesome and just a different take. And, um, I think that's what creativity is all about is just helping people think about things differently and, um, letting that impact them in a a new way.
0: So there you go. There's a look behind the curtain a little bit. You'll, more surprises to come. Um, we got a couple things we're doing this Christmas season we've never done before, I believe. So um, looking forward to that. We'll talk about it more next month on the podcast. But until then, enjoy the turkey. Enjoy the stuffing. It's just my personal favorite. Enjoy the pie. Casey, oh. what's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Oh, apple pie for sure. Apple Homemade. pie. Homemade apple but you pie. But
0: you can have apple pie whenever, right? Throughout the year? Yeah. But on
1: Thanksgiving. Yeah. Interesting. Carson. My mom makes this broccoli and cheese casserole oh. thing. That's so mm. good. Nice. I'm going, for, on, I'm going on a cruise though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carson is leaving everyone for It's Thanksgiving. not
2: Thanksgiving without green beans and without those little take and bake rolls, dinner mm-hmm. rolls, mm-hmm. and a lot of butter.
1: Yeah. A lot yeah. of gratuitous amount of butter. Yes. yes. It Extra is a salt. holiday built on butter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like people, think it's about like people
1: think it's about the turkey. Like gratitude and ooh, family oh, time. That too. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> it's, it's about r- butter. It's literally about butter. Yeah. Butter makes everything better. Praise God.
0: So. All right. May your plates be full of butter this Thanksgiving season. Bye
1: butter bye. on, brother. <laughs>